Hello, everybody. Welcome back once again to the star-studded, incredibly informative TTRPG show you love to listen to, The Two Kobolds in a Trench Coat. And here we are again. I know, and it's not really star-studded, but I'm trying to, you know, that pause boost our profile. Like, that yeah. pause was like, uh, I disingenuous. don't know what <laughs> Rather disingenuous. But we're here this week to talk about bad takes now this could be anything from rules to dm stuff to whatever really so what is the one that you found that you'd like to talk about Ailey? ah yay so i heard this in passing from one of my players uh from my tuesday game who after a fight turned around and said to me I'm not sure if I'm really allowed to do this, but I'd like to cast Cure Wounds on myself. And I got confused for a moment. Like, why, why would you why would you not be not able to be do able that? Not able to do that. Yeah. Why, why would you not? And he said, oh, well, it's just that another DM I play with says that you're not allowed to cast Cure Wounds on yourself because it's against the rules. And... No, it isn't. I think <laughs> I think all the rest of us sort of just sat there and went, "What the fuck? <laughs> like, what? Where does it say you can't cast it on yourself?" And you know, we all were like, "Is this? Is this right? Is this? What the fuck? Have we been? Have we been playing? Have we been doing this wrong?" So we went and had a look. No, there is nowhere in the rules that says that you can't cast uh -oh. cure wounds on yourself. But apparently. Cure Wounds was banned at the table. Um, for, like casting on yourself, casting Cure Wounds on yourself, banned at the table because it was against the rules. It That's was like, ridiculous. That's a bad That's take. That's crazy. Man. That's a really bad take. Like, oh what? God. How, how have they even come to that conclusion? What if you're the only healing spellcaster in the group? What, so... Not only do you have to boost up on your healing spells to keep your party up, you have to invest 50 gold a bottle in a healing potion. That's... Well, yeah, you're basically going to sacrifice yourself getting whittled down hit points-wise until you have a short rest and spend some hit dice because you can't use your own spell on yourself. It's exactly. It doesn't even... It's not... You know, it just says uh, you touch a willing creature or whatever. I... Hey... It's my spell. I'm, not willing, I'm so a willing creature. I'm, I'm a very willing creature right now. Look at me. I'm bleeding. Look, yeah. my, my guts are hanging out like sausages. I, I definitely, I am a willing creature. Heal me. Heal me. Heal myself. Uh, so that was a bad take that really kind of like got me. Like, wow. Mm. Why would you gimp your players like that? <laughs> that was really, uh, really mean. And then th that's that's why I meant said to you we should talk about this today because that got me thinking. Yeah. Okay. What other things have I heard or have you heard that just really well, made no sense? Well, the one I see, I heard, I see the eyebrows there. You, you, yes. you, yeah. <laughs> one I've heard, and I don't know, this is again, this is, you know, I've, I've read in passing and stuff, was one where players didn't roll perception checks. The DM rolls the perception checks for the players. Why? No reason given. That's just what one of the rules were. That you you are 
perception checks were rolled by the DM and not the players. Okay. Puzzlement. But, yeah, exactly. I read that. I read it. I can't remember no... where I found it, but I was just like, what? <laughs> what? But there's no reason for it? Like, no. What? Precisely. I think it's. I think it was. I think it came from um, a DM that maybe lacked something, so was trying to overcompensate by if I roll. Oh, yeah, I can control what the players see. Not like maybe they weren't bad at planning or something. I, I'm not entirely sure, but yeah, it was. Uh, I was a bit bizarre. That was a bit of a strange one for me. Um, what was the other one I saw? It was about um, combat. It was something to do with combat where you... Oh, what was it now? I can't remember off the top of my head. It was something to do with like rolling to hit, but it was like... Yeah, I don't... I'll have to Google. I'll have to find it because it was not very good. It was, it was another one that was a bit bizarre. But yeah, that's the one I heard about, you know, the DM rolling the perception checks. For the... And I've heard a lot of these actually now I'm on it, a lot of ones where the DM has done stuff for the players, which is basically taking, um, what do they call it? Player agency away. Mm. Well, I'm sure I read one, I read one where the players didn't roll at all for the whole time they played or hardly, very rarely, because the DM was like, you don't need to roll for this. It's like, can I roll for insights? Like, no, you don't need to. Do you know what I mean? That sort of thing. You okay? Um. So one one thing that I thought I read about somebody actually would make their players roll attack and damage and damage, but then would tell them afterwards. By the way, your attack didn't hit, and I was always like, okay, this is not a bad bad take but it is a waste of time. Why are you making them roll for their damage yeah. and calculate their damage when it doesn't hit? Just you know, roll to attack. Does it hit? Yes or no? No, let's let's move on. Yes, okay, roll your So I was always like, why do you why did they make them roll? And it turns out later that they thought that by rolling like everything all at once and doing all the calculations, they they thought that they were encouraging their players somehow. I, I don't remember the exact mm. wording of it, but the, they seem to have this idea that, oh, my players just want to roll dice. And it, that wasn't the case at all. The players wanted to, you know, have a meaningful game. And they felt like we're just, you know, either this creature has like 40 million hit points or we didn't hit it just, and there's just no point what well, i don't get it what's going on they did they, they no. felt like their their time was being wasted and it was like how how does the dm not realize this because i hate my time being, i don't like my time being wasted i hate Precisely, is a very no. strong word there but you know i hate having my time wasted Dis but dislike yeah 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 no Precisely. i very much dislike having my time wasted by stupid things um but at the same time you know i will allow people to sort of take their time if you know counting stuff because heck i work in a day job where i do maths with an f not <laughs> maths but double f maths with maths, a double f yeah maths with the double f but uh, sometimes i look go 
at work, I look at this thing and go, what number comes after 42? And I'm just like, I don't know anymore. I, I've yeah. been, I've been blinded by boxes. And so, you know, I know people have, you know, moments with their, with their dice. So I'm all right with that. What I'm not all right with is somebody going, okay, roll this. Okay. Calculate that. And then roll those and then calculate that. Oh, by the way, you didn't need to calculate the second one. That's a waste of time. No, it's like, what so are you doing? That to me was yeah. a really bad take because it just Another wastes one time. Yeah. I know of is the DM requesting you to act out your skills. So, for example, <laughs> persuasion. You now have to act out you persuading me, the DM, and I will decide whether you have succeeded. Isn't I don't that what like that. For? I'm like, yeah, it's like, no, yeah. But basically it is, to the, from what I'm reading here, is the player rolls, uh, DM, I've got a 12. Oh, okay, well, you're going to have to really persuade me now on your persuasion check. <laughs> and, you know, and that was from the my DMs, persuasion check. <laughs> yeah, that was it. That was it. And I think the DM is like, again, it was that thing of you're trying to encourage. But it's also like I'm trying to encourage my game, my players to role play more. But that's a bit of a douchey take when you're like, "Well, you've had you've spent five ten minutes now talking about trying to persuade, and I still don't think you've done it. So let's move on." It's like you've now again, like you just said, you've wasted everybody's time. Yeah. By doing this. So, like at the beginning of Homebrew Havoc, I actually said, "Okay, I'm playing a bard." I don't mind doing a ditty, maybe, but please don't but expect me to act. Whole, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but please don't expect me to act out Kiva's dance because Kiva's a hell of a lot more flexible than I am. She's she's a fucking like tree. She's a well, a tree woman. She's very nubile and basically gymnast ballet kind of thing going on. And uh then there's me all creaky bones and wd-40 so there's no way on earth that i would be able to do like a an actual performance check in that manner and i was only part joking you know i know you wouldn't do that but it was just like i have been in a position where they where the dm actually said oh no you you have to like act it out and it's like i'm sorry you are asking a very anxious person to act out being an incredibly confident, bolshy person in a semi-sexual situation because I was supposed to be flirting with someone. And I was like, please no. All the no. Yeah. I, I mean, um, if I were ever to play a bard, <laughs> I would play against type on the sick, on the real, you know, not the, the bard that likes to seduce, but I'd be more the, the minstrel bard. I feel I would play it as more the storyteller bard. Would you be Dandelion? I I think so. Or if you've ever watched the Robin Hood animated film, um, Alan Adale, the rooster, rooster bard. Yes, the rooster bard. That's how I would play it. To be fair, though, you could also just be like, I've forgotten his damn name, but... um, Chris Pine's character in the D D movie. Oh yes. Um oh yes, 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 him. Very good. I can't very, very good Bard because he was he was just funny. Yeah. And I don't think he flirted with anything. 
which is, nope. you he know. He was just like a man with a plan. Man with a plan. Very smart man with a very stupid plan. But, yeah, no, it, the problem is if you've got a character who is supposed to be, like, prodigally smart, but maybe the player is a little bit, you know. Not confident. Maybe not confident in their intelligence and, or, you know, someone who doesn't know the world all that well. So maybe they're new player or perhaps this is a new world and everybody's still learning the law or whatever, having mm. them actually act out being a smart ass can be very difficult. Um, I mean, yeah, precisely. I like to think I'm a pretty smart person. I, 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 have some de- I have some degrees and some diplomas and th- lots of bits of paper that say I've done you've done good big tick yay gold star kind of thing yeah but I still hesitate when it comes to certain intelligence checks like actually I'm going to be honest I don't know much about this thing I don't know much about me- like this kind of mechanism in real life my character would but I wouldn't. So yeah, it's so you it's have to that just take thing. That as fact. Yeah, yeah, you don't have to. It's, yeah. Uh, oh, I've mentioned what? this before, but this is a really bad take. Go on then. You can only play the gender that you are. Yes, that's terrible. That's a terrible, terrible take. <laughs> <laughs> That's, that's it's called role play. This... Yeah, it's called role I, play, not... Richard. Come on. Yeah, it's like <laughs> no offense I to have all to... of you, Richards out there. That was just the first it's thing. That thing that though, isn't it? It's like I live this. You know, maybe I want to be a, a dwarf. You know, a female dwarf, whatever. It's like, but you can't. You have to play a male dwarf. It's like, but maybe I don't want to. But and I vice don't want versa. To. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's like if, well... if you're gonna say that about like the gender. Nope, you have to play uh, a male because you're male, or you have to play female because you're female. What does that mean for the non-binary people? Precisely, who could or go? Being, who could go? You're kind either of excluding way, or, a lot of people. You yeah. know, would, are they restricted to just non-binary? What if they want to explore certain areas, like in a in a specific gender? What if there's something they want to explore there? And what? Where does that leave the whole? racial thing you know that's 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 really like you can only play what you are well that would literally restrict everybody to being their gender and human and this is on to my next bad take Uh oh well i don't know actually i don't know if it's a bad take as, as such but like um one dm decided to ban humans from their game okay was now there a law reason for this or nope just thought it was boring oh <laughs> which I mean... okay i get but i'm not sure <laughs> that's why i'm saying it. I, I kind of think it borders lines because i don't like when people say and i've experienced this like where they say there's no x in this and there's no so you're limiting what your players can play because I experienced where I wanted to play a dwarf. I can't remember what, it, what class it was. And I was told, dwarfs don't exist. And I was like, okay. 
And it was like, why not? Well, your character wouldn't know. And I'm like, yeah, but I haven't made my character to know. So how would I? This is ridiculous. I can't not know. I haven't got a character to not know this fucking information. So it's like, it's like, no, dwarfs don't exist. I'm like, fine. I'll be a cobalt then. (laughs) See, I have like, in, in the games that I play, I haven't allowed so far animal folk like anthropomorphs the main reason being that i found it difficult to find a proper stat block for them that you know that worked that didn't then spread out into about 20 million different stat blocks for every single anthropomorph Mm. on the planet and instead of one of the characters, because all of our characters are planeswalkers, so they've all come from different worlds. And when one of them arrived, they're a changeling. Their first form that they changed into was an anthropomorphic fox. Um, and they got a few odd looks, and they were, and, um, they were told this sort of form isn't really seen outside of the Feywild. It's just, it's just, they've never seen need to come here or very rarely see need to come and settle here. It's, it's not, it's not been a kind place for them. Um, Because in the law that I've written, anthropomorphs are Fey in origin and the Fey have sort of mostly retreated from the world. There's some, like, there's a few of them left, like, keeping, like, nature in balance and whatnot, but they're not very common because there right. was a big thing that happened, like, thousands of years ago. And so it was one of those moments where I was like, mm, they're not really present, but... I'm going to do this in a sensible way. I'm going to, you know, there's a law yeah. reason why they're not present. So if there was a yeah. law reason why dwarves are not it. present. I get it. I totally get it. Yeah. But, but it was just, if you, yeah. If it's just because I don't like them. <laughs> yeah, that's precisely, that's the feeling I got is, is there a law? Yeah, but you wouldn't know it. And I'm like, but do you know it? <laughs> yeah. That was my next sort of it, question was like, do you know the reason why there's no dwarves in your world? Because if you can't tell me, or you're refusing to tell me, then it kind of implies that you maybe don't know yourself. Okay, so maybe this is a bad take um, in itself. You know, if a player asks for a law reason why certain things don't exist and you use the excuse, your character wouldn't know it? No, that's... that, that No. Because at this point in time... It's not the character asking, it's the player. It's the player. And that's what I had a problem with. I was like, I'm not, the character's not asking you because I've not rolled one up. I'm asking you as the player, give me a reason and I'll understand. But it was just, it was bullshit flim flam anyway. I, I think <laughs> I kind of bullshit flim flam. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, you know, I've had so many old school, like, cusses lately. I don't know what it is. Mm. It's just. People are, people are saying things like Balderdash 
And I'm like, wow, that's really retro. Okay. That's a really old one. It's been a long time. Um, uh, now, but, I've got another bad yeah. take. Sorry to ooh, cut you off. Ooh. Do you want to no, finish your go, point? Go, go, go. No, well, there was no point. It's <laughs> when, when making saves, you're inflicted with the damage anyway. So, for example, uh, you're exposed. You, you and your group, say there's two of you, get to this chest. You open the chest. Terrible, you know, necrotic something hits you. Con saves, please. You roll high. You're affected anyway. Now, tell me what was the point of me rolling if I'm going to be affected by the con mm. by the terrible necrotic disease anyway? So, yeah, I think this is like the whole you shouldn't make your players roll if there's no way for them to avoid it thing. It's the player agency thing, isn't it? Yeah. Now, I always write my games so that even if the DC is high, there are ways to make it work. Yeah. So, for example, if a lock has a DC of 28, and I know that none of my players, even with a natural 20, can reach 28, I will provide them with means and methods of getting that DC down. So tools, special tools, or I will give mm. them a skill book that will temporarily boost their ability so that, you know, they get a plus five or whatever. But if the DC is set at 40 <laughs> and there's no yeah. way to ever do it, that's, that's kind of pointless. Don't, I don't believe in making players roll for useless things. If I ask for a roll, it's because there is a way to beat it. That's the way I go yeah. about it. So even if the character that does it gets a natural 20, they don't necessarily succeed. They just get something good from it. Like um, uh, maybe the DC comes down the next the next time they give it a try because they've got it partly done and they're like, oh, I'm halfway there. Yeah living on that prayer already you know great days but um <laughs> precisely <laughs> um yeah another one i actually got two this is this Ooh. is a two for first one is cantrips costing spell slots no it's a cantrip Basically, for a reason <laughs> no, well no uh, let me finish dear listener um <gasps> it's the it's the i don't like this spell it's too powerful to be a cantrip so i'm gonna penalize you by you'll have to lose a spell slot for it because it's done damage to my bad guy that i don't like <laughs> that's that's the one that's i've just read recently bullshit that's yeah. so that's so, bullshit man which is the cantrip we spoke of firebolt was it firebolt yeah yeah and, that does a lot of and, damage right or magic missile. Magic missile cantrip. Magic missile, no, that's a first level. First level, that's it. But yeah. firebolt, I'm punishing you by sac you're gonna have to sacrifice a spell slot to use that because it's too powerful for me, according to this DM. The, the, the thing <laughs> is, the the cantrips are not all that powerful. They're it's not like they're mm. multiple they're they're not multiple dice spells most of the time. No. They're normally like, oh, it's a D10. Oh, look, you got a 10. That was really quite lucky. That's like, that is literally a one in 10 chance of rolling a 10. Well, you, it's the same with the, as... 
Warlock Eldritch Blast, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> you're it's... fucked if you're a warlock. You're screwed. Yeah. It's, it's I like... have no spell slots left. That's the only thing I can do is spam Eldritch Blast. Now I can't. Great. No, I can't because it's a spell slot. No, there's a reason that cantrips are built that way. And it's because they are pansy spells. Well, not pansy spells because uh, that's a bit offensive to the colourful flowers out there. They are... <laughs> They're shitty spells that have the potential to do great things. Yes. Yeah. It's like like the lowly lighter firebolt, you know? <laughs> Poof. Mm. Oh, look, it's a little little motor flame. It's like the size of a marble or whatever. Pff, bang. Ow. That hurts a little bit. doesn't set yeah. fire to anything. But, you know, well, if it's not being worn or carried, it does. But um, we discussed yeah. that in our... Precisely. No, yeah, well, exactly. Yeah, no, previous episode, but, go check the uh, archives. Go check it out. Um, go check out. <laughs> but yeah, I think the DM was trying to exp- try and I think what the post was trying to get across is if it's a spa- if it's a spell that is like spammable, I think it got to a point the DM was like, I've had enough of this and just like punish the players, which I thought was harsh. Now, How can they the punish their I... players for, you know, finding yeah. a thing that worked? That's precisely no. yeah it's quite again it comes back a lot of these bad takes it seems to me revolve around taking a lot of player agency away yeah um, the next one is the critical fumble now it might be a controversial one it's the okay. you roll in that one and you know something may happen in combat or something one of them specifically i've heard one before is say you want to make uh, a deck check in combat for example, for whatever reason, athletics, acrobatics. Now, I've heard of this happening where the DM will go, make an athletics roll, and you roll a natural one. Oh, you've fallen. Oh, you've fallen on your sword. Take, roll the damage on yourself, basically. Mm. Yep. That's a bit of a, that's a bit of a weird one, because it's, Oh, you see that? That's kind of like I. I do think that yes, it's on the some, line. Some, it's on the some, line. Sh- some shit should happen. But oh, you've fallen on your sword. How are you holding your goddamn sword when you jumped, man? Like, what pointy bit goes into the other man? You know that. That's yeah. that's yeah. It was some sort it... of in the basis of combat related. It was something they wanted to do. And they were like, we're well, gonna have to make like a, an athletics check or acrobatic check and they rolled a natural one and the dm again one of those things where i the probably dm found it mildly hilarious you've um fallen you've slipped fell and you've accidentally fallen on the like the sharp not the pointy bit but you know the sharp edge of the sword there so roll the damage and half it or something stupid like that and i was just like no i don't like that i don't know <laughs> I, th- I think the I think it depends on the thing. If you if you're doing an athletics roll and you roll a, a one, it should be an athletics themed result. You know, I'll none of this. I'll quite happily turn an ankle. And... That's fine. Yeah, <laughs> none of this. You you slip and fall on your sword kind of thing because that that's kind yeah. of like mm, no. Uh, yeah. But if you like, oh, you are you go to fire an arrow. You roll a natural one. Your bowstring breaks. Yeah. Or, um, oops, you accidentally fired and your friend stepped in the way and you hit them in the shoulder. That, okay. Makes sense, yeah. That makes sense. 
but oh no, you slipped and fallen on your arrow or on your dagger, which was in its holster, you know, sheathed in a position that wouldn't harm you. That no, I I'm not sure. Sh- I'm not sure about that. I, on the one hand, yeah. yeah, critical fumbles. I'm all for them. But they have to make sense and be reasonable. But I think, yeah, I think that <laughs> there should be the the result of the fumble should make sense in the context of what you've done. And I don't think you've fallen on your sword is is a good one. I think that that you you slip, you fall, you've turned your ankle. You can only move at half speed for. Um, the next minute or whatever. Yeah, you know that that makes sense. That's a penalty that you know you can you can take, and it makes sense. But I think taking damage from your own weapon. There are I I would say there's only a few incidents where that would happen, and that would be if your weapon breaks. Yeah. Or. If your weapon misfires, if you're using a fire a weapon that fires ammunition, I, I don't think anybody is dumb enough to oh critical fumble, I stab myself in the eye. That <laughs> yeah. uh, no, rogue I don't think kills themselves. Like, yes, yeah, I sneak attack myself in the face. Um, I'm all for losing your weapon, becoming disarmed, uh, your weapon breaking or drop or you know, becoming embedded in a tree or something like that. But self-inflicted damage, I think, is one of those Too ones much. that it should really be should really be left to accidental explosives, misfires, and when your weapon breaks, because those are generally the main time that you're going to hurt yourself yeah, with precisely. a weapon. <laughs> it's madness. Um, another one. For you? No. No death saves. <laughs> you're at zero, you're dead. Okay, I think that if that's going to be the case, it has to be agreed like right at the beginning and everybody has to agree to it. If you're going to go hardcore, yeah. that that is hardcore. There's, that's, yep. that's nightmare mode. Do that that needs to be a thing beforehand. You can't just drop that on your players part way through. That has to yeah. be a beforehand thing. If you if you go into a game with that rule, but don't tell your players, that's unfair. Yeah. Because you don't know what side of danger you're in <laughs> by that point. You're like, wait a minute. <laughs> I mean, when I when we played Tomb of Annihilation, we were all made very much aware if your character dies, they cannot be brought back or resurrected because of. I mean, that death is kind curse. of the that That's is kind the of the tomb of annihilation of the deal. Adventure. Yeah, That's the whole point of it. But we were all sat down beforehand, and we all talked about it, and we we're all like, "Okay, if your character carks it and like fails their death saves, that's it. There's no way back." No, and. It was a it, at the very beginning. It was all very big. Like this is what's going to happen, guys. Okay, you have to. Do you understand this? And it was a whole ten minutes of just. Are you sure? 
Are you sure you understand this? And that's how well, yeah. that's how it should be, you know, emphasize, okay, if you die, you die. Or if there's no death saves, there's there's no death saves, guys. Once you're at zero, you're gone. That's it. You you I, can't drop, drop that, that on somebody. No, it's not fair. Um, what's the one I'm looking at here? Um, I don't know. Perception. I can't see it. You've got I'm it. Just, I'm talking to myself, talking aloud. Perception <laughs> checks to perception checks to to go anywhere. To go anywhere. <laughs> To go anywhere. You have to roll a perception check. Yep, you're in the town and you want to leave the town. You have to roll a perception check to know where the direction you've got to go. That's... That's... No. Discuss. (laughs) I'm, I'm I'm just trying to figure... Right, okay. To know which direction you're going in, Surely that's a survival check? Not a perception? Nope. Nope. Perception. Is... <laughs> perception Is it in this so one, that this... you can spot the signposts? <laughs> Maybe? I... That doesn't... It doesn't give any more information than... There's no, no context to that, really. Yeah, this I DM made, made this poster deliberately. Yeah, the, the, the group had to make perception checks to move... To, to, Go places. If they failed, they stayed where they were. Oh. Okay. Now, no, it doesn't no, specify just, if this is a group check. <laughs> yeah, if this is a group <laughs> check and you all failed, then that's even worse because you're never leaving the little yeah. tavern you met in. <laughs> you just, you're just fucked. But that, I don't yeah. get that. I don't understand that at all. That, that doesn't make sense. Why? <laughs> mm-hmm. I... Okay, if you're asking them to figure out which direction they're going in, first off, it's survival, not perception, because perception is looking at things, spying things, seeing things, observing things. Survival is wisdom-based and knowing where you're going. You know, okay, that's north. We want to head east. That's that way. That's, that's That's the difference between them. Yeah. But but why would you need to make a perception check to leave a town? You could quite literally just jump over a goddamn fence. Yeah, exactly. But just just leave oh. the fucking fence. <laughs> and the same person posted uh, any ability to climb was not dexterity, it was wisdom check they had to make. Why? To figure it out. <laughs> okay, so I'm pretty certain that when you climb, you put one hand up, yeah, get to yeah, hand yeah. No, pull they, up. The, the premise of this, up. yeah, the premise that, of this was roll to see if you can figure out how to climb it. Basically, like they had to roll to assess the situation first. Before they were allowed to roll anything dexterity related after that. Okay. So This as... is all from Reddit, mind you, most of these I've just told you so far. So as... take that for what you will. Right. As a childhood tree climber, I can safely say that I scaled my most impressive trees without assessing 
the situation first. It usually involved running at the tree trunk, getting a boost and grabbing onto the lowest branch to pull myself up. And going for it, yeah. And going for it. It's hecking common sense. You know that there's a monkey part of our brain that knows how to climb a goddamn tree. It's how yeah. we scale ladders. Well, Quite in this literally. Game, you'd be wisdom, <laughs> yeah, having to make a wisdom check to see if you can even figure this out first, this so strange you, contraption you called a ladder. Like, if I, you what fail to climb wall? the rope. <laughs> I, I fail at rope. Yeah. Okay. I've, I, I fail at rope. I could tell you at least two two methods of scaling a rope. And it's like, seriously? Yeah. I I don't. I just know this because I've done it. You know, I don't need to assess a rope. It's a freaking rope. You you either wrap it around your leg and do the the kind of like the the uppy downy method, or yeah, you plant your feet against the wall, lean back and, and do you, the wall walk. Yeah, basically, yeah, up you go. It's it's not hard. <laughs> nope. It's common sense. Uh, oh yep. wow! So so. Did once they'd succeeded on their wisdom check, did they then get to roll for decks, or did they? I assume so. It, did, it never specified, but I assume so. But I think they'd basically said they'd kind of checked out by that point because they wanted to climb something. And when they were like, "You have to make a wisdom," they're like, "Just forget it. Just, <laughs> if uh, I'm not allowed I'm to done. roll decks to climb it, I'm not interested." <laughs> Which I can't blame them. I'm like, yeah, that's fair. I can't. Um, from a theoretical yeah. point of view, I kind of get it. But at the same time, if somebody wants to attempt to climb something, they've probably assessed the situation first. You kind of take it as for granted. You go, yeah, I would assume you've looked at this. You go, yeah, I can make that or not. You don't well, just go, well, let's see what the dice say. <laughs> well, normally they, you, you'd be like, um, can I see a way up? Oh, you spot that there's a patch of wall where it's roughly hewn and it looks like handholds. Yeah. You've, kind of already assessed it right okay there's some roughly hewn handholds i can go up there yeah well no what but is... in this game you'd have to roll to see those handholds first <laughs> otherwise you're looking at just sheer rock because <laughs> just... you've rolled poorly because you've rolled so bad that even when you're six yeah. inches away from it you can't yeah. see these roughly hewn you just handholds. your character would yeah your character would just be standing there going i definitely can't climb this this is just sheer face i can't, I can't do it. <laughs> it's literally got a ladder carved into the wall like yeah. no i can't like, i no, can't do this I can't see it. my yeah, wisdom just, says i cannot I, yep. I i i cannot do this there's a fucking ladder yes but my wisdom says that i suck balls um <laughs> Yeah, it's just... basically, if you're like, you accidentally put like intelligence or wisdom or something as your dump stat, you're you're done for. <laughs> We've passed a rope down to you. I can't see it, guys. I can't see it. I'm, I'm blind. <laughs> I don't have dark vision. Oh, wait, yeah, shit. Precisely. Yes, I do. Crap. Um, what's my uh, excuse? I'm stupid. Another one. Here you go. Here's another one. Um, you're not able, you're not allowed to grapple prone creatures. Not allowed to. Mm-hmm. That. That's. I... I'm pretty sure you can you can grab you can grab someone while they're laying on the ground. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure you can just. You can sit, I'm actually certain that one of our characters <laughs> yeah. once restrained someone by sitting on them. To be Precisely. fair, they were a Goliath wear bear, so we're like. 
extra huge in size and they simply sat on this person and it yeah. was just like yeah okay make it make a contested strength yeah yeah no you you fucking sit on this guy it's like yeah. he's he's now grappled he's restrained yeah how can you not grapple something that's on the i don't and the and the, the little um i'd like to grapple on the ground you can't why wouldn't i well you can't grapple someone on the ground <laughs> That was the DM's response. It's like, but if you laid on the ground right now, DM, I could literally grapple you on the ground. So that defies logic, what you just said. It's, it's one of those ones where it's like, where has he got this from? Where where has this yeah. rule come from? Because A lot of these, from what I'm reading, are like weird homebrew rulings that people, have, the DMs have insisted on. Like one here is... Um, your physical appearance is based on your charisma score. Okay. So, okay. According to that, this DM insisted on that your physical appearance, what you look like, doesn't matter how you describe your character, if you have a low charisma, you are like ugly. But why? That's Precisely. not what charisma is. <laughs> charisma is not your physical attractiveness. That's not the definition of the charisma score. Nope. That's, but that's again, not how that, that this, works. There is some very strange, I... strange rules. And um, one one article I've just uh, I've looked at here says that they've pl- their very first campaign they played the dm insisted that wizards were only allowed one spell slot to begin with no <laughs> yep this dm was like yep you if you want to play wizard you get one spell slot to begin with but that's not wait how it works <laughs> that's that's not rules as, nope. that that's not what the rule book nope. says Nope, but they insisted what on does it. the rule book like, say well, i actually don't remember but i know it doesn't say well, I one think spell you get slot some, you get you get some cantrips and you get a few spell slots, but they insisted that because you're a first level wizard, you wouldn't know many spells. That ergo, you'd get one spell slot. You, you, you might, might not know, know many spells, but as a first level wizard, yep. you would be expected to you have a some... sufficient mana pool to cast more than one freaking spell no, a no, day. No, no, you are you are an inexperienced <laughs> wizard. You know one spell. <laughs> so you know one spell, and you only That's have it. one spell slot until you level up but then this game as i was just reading here is xp <laughs> an xp level up with <laughs> one spell wizard good luck <laughs> right okay so no um right this is why i think that mana pools should be a thing because spell slots are just pants um I'm going to the creating wizard. No, first level spell slots, two. And you know three cantrips. Okay, two spell slots is not a lot, but you get arcane recovery. So you can get them back, yeah. So you can get one of them back, I think, at first level. One of them back, yeah. Yeah. I think it's equal to half your level rounded up. So at level one, it's one. But, like, you could, in theory, be a first-level wizard and know shitloads of spells. Mm. 
you know, you could have a spell book that you've been given that is literally full of spells that you can prepare from. It, it, it does that no one first level spell is that it no no that's yep. that's like one no cantrips one the table says two okay i will i will stand with this the table says two if you if the table says two i'm having two screw you dm that's yep. stupid um yep <laughs> These most of these one what I'm just quickly glancing at like hurt your brain. Just reading them, I, I'm I like, just, what is going I don't on? Under, right, so I'm just gonna say I don't understand that one at all because it's very, very no. clear in the rules that you get two at first level, three at second level, and four and two second at third level. So it's a pretty big jump, you know, at third level. Yeah. You get a, a big old jump there. But what what on earth possessed them to say no, you only get one? That's that's Precisely. I think it goes down to the first level, your inexperience. So to me then, that means all the other characters should have one thing that they can do then. Yeah. That's just ridiculous. Everybody should have one one spell slot. You're only allowed to heal once if you're a cleric. Yeah. (laughs) That's honestly... In fact, um, I think a warlock does only have one spell slot, but they regain it on a short rest. Yeah, yeah, but they regain it on get. a short rest, so it's like it's t- oh wow, okay. Um, <laughs> I actually just felt my brain fall out of my head. Just <laughs> I mean, there's a, here's another one for you. You're not allowed to talk in combat if it's not your turn. Okay, I can see that. I can see the reason why people would say that, but the same time why <laughs> why uh, yeah. i i why yeah. why my god Precisely. that's like... <laughs> yeah. oh 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 here's here's a here's an interesting bad take okay um, so I heard this was one thing that made me not want to DM for quite a long time. Okay. If you can't be like Matt Mercer, you shouldn't DM. Well, then no one else is going to DM ever. <laughs> right. I'm, I'm going to put this out there. I think that Matt Mercer is fantastic. He is very good at what he does. He is incredibly creative. He is incredibly talented at voices. He is so good at wrangling those goddamn cats that he calls players. We've seen the chaos. But not everybody can be Matt Mercer. Not everybody can do voices. Like half the voices he does, the, the reason he can do them is because he's got that flexibility of tone and pitch. And he's Not an experienced does. voice actor. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he why. literally gets paid for that shit. Yeah, that's his it's day like, job. <laughs> that is his day job. He's a newsflash for everybody. Guess what acting is? Acting is role-playing. Yeah. And he acting even said himself. Acting is a form of role-play. It's just, I'm... that's 
I, I'm sure he said he was in, he was interviewed and he said himself, I'm I'm good for my table. I may not be good for your table. So don't be like me. Be yourself. Don't try yeah. and emulate me. Just do he your own thing. He literally said that. And it's yeah. like, the, the thing is, the DM just has to make an effort. They don't have to be a Matt Mercer. They just have to be immersed and they just have to, yeah. you know, be having fun. They don't, I'm, I'm definitely no Matt Mercer. I, wrong gender for one thing, but you know, I try my best. I put on some silly voices. Yeah, not Went everyone does it. I accidentally flirted with a character once or twice. Not quite sure how that happened, but it did. And it's like, okay, we're all with this. Yeah. We're just, you just yeah. go with it. I make I guess, up horrible I th- I things think, to throw at my players. But, and I think that's bad to have that as a measuring stick to go, that's the pinnacle. It's like, no, be who you want to be for your table. It's fantastic. I mean, Don't. That's just too high the, a peak to the, climb. That's, that's, that's not that's attainable. That's not, okay. that's not obtainable at no, all. No, it's <laughs> not attainable. That's, that's a really, it is a stupendously bad take because... Matt Mercer's literally been doing this for years. He's trained in it. He makes a lot of money from it. Yeah. And the the critical role, yeah, it's a little side. It's a side project for them. You know, it's not their main. Well, day I think job it's now become anything. more of a job I think it than might they realise. Yeah. yeah, there's a lot of income there yeah. now, but you know what yeah. I mean. But the fact is, not everybody has to be a Matt Mercer. You you could you could be a Mark Sherlock Humes. Or you could be um, a Brennan Lee Mulligan. Brennan Lee Mulligan. A, yeah, a he's Brian fantastic. Iyengar, or, um, yeah, a Bria Iyengar. You could be a um, Travis McElroy. Yeah. Someone well, like that. You, you could be them. Or, you know what? What's even better? You could be you. Precisely. Yeah. I as mean, long that's, as you're that's... not an absolute cockwomble. Yeah, you should be absolutely that's fine. fine. Just be, your, yeah. be you. Be your kind of DM. Just don't be, now, don't be a piece of trash. Listen to this one. Listen to this one. If you do not take play, if you do not take part in combat, or you're not effective in combat, you don't get any XP. What is the definition of taking part in combat in this context? Because I I don't know. Again, it's it's a Reddit post that says that that's what their DM told them. If you're not active in combat, then you don't get any XP. So if you're just like buffing or something, is that being active or not? Is healing what active if or combat not? ends before your turn comes around? You ain't getting XP. What if <laughs> you're in another room and combat starts and it takes you two turns to get there, but by the time you've got there, it's ended and it's like, well, I tried. I heard it. I no responded dice. to the combat. No dice. No? You're getting, you're getting goose egg. <laughs> so the way I see it, that makes sense if a person is not engaged in combat at all. If they're in a completely mm-hmm. different part of the map, like a completely different room, and they don't know the combat's going on, fair beans, okay? Get but it. if they are in a position where they are attempting to engage in combat, you know, they've rolled initiative, they're in initiative order, they're preparing, they're waiting. It's not their fault that somebody else one-shotted the bandit, you know? Yeah, exactly. It's just like, well, yeah, I think it's like, but, you know, if you're in the all in the room... And you're have a strategy, and you're willing to do something other than straight out attack the the bad guy. 
you're being strategic or maybe you're looking for a way out. Maybe the room's filling with acid and you have to fight something off an acid resistant something. I don't know. But anyway, but if you're not like actively doing something, then you're not getting anything out of this. If it's an XP, this is why I don't really like XP games. No. I, I much prefer milestone because it, uh, it's yeah. story beats and it's much better that way, but that's just a personal yeah. preference. That's that's a late that's a later episode, I think. Yeah, <laughs> XP versus milestones. Discuss. Yeah. Um, what was the other one I've seen here? Da, 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 da. Um, oh, I I've seen one. On. This was this was this was a bit weird. I wasn't quite sure what to make of this when I when I first first saw it. Um, you your combat is timed i've heard this one i've heard this one i wasn't sure what to make of this i'm not sure if it's a bad take or just a bad take in certain circumstances how long does it say you have 30 seconds that's not long enough if you're a spellcaster you're fucked see you're screwed I kind of get it if you are attempting to give urgency. Like, if you're mm. playing a game where urgency is, like, an important thing, fine, that's that's okay. But in a general game, I'm not sure that timing, like, 30 seconds is, is the right thing to do because you're essentially telling people that, you know, make your decision, do it now. It, and if they're trying to find a spell you know, or actually what I was going to do isn't valid anymore because the thing has moved from where it was before and has thus meant that I can't do the thing yeah. I was going to do. I need to think of a new thing to do. And you want to check a spell and you can't find it enough. and you're panicking because you've only got 30 seconds and you're fumbling and then you lose your go. That's, yep. That's I, wrong. I don't cause... agree with that. I That's... No. Because you're never going to get out. You're going to be like, I'm never going to be involved in anything. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, you can't do that at tables where you have people that say have disorders like anxiety disorders or um, learning difficulties or people that maybe have um, ADHD or um, autism or something like that that impacts their ability to make on the spot decisions. Precisely, yeah. I I have a couple of players at at my table. I have to sit back and let them just take a bit of time. One of them has a speech impediment and needs to formulate the words very carefully before he says them. And the other one has um, attention problems. So they kind of get lost and then they have to catch up with themselves and they're like, Oh, wait, hang on. Oh, okay. Wait, okay, yes, now now I can go. And they need to take that moment just to ground themselves. So a timed game. Now, again, I think that in a certain situation, this would probably be all right, you know, if you're all confident that you can do it, if you're all happy with doing it this way. Mm. But in a general game, I don't, so that's, this is why I said I don't know if it's a bad take or just a bad take in certain circumstances because 
which I understand. I get that. It's nice to, I think if you get up to a point where people are taking like five, 10 minutes to take a turn, then yeah, maybe you should start going like, right, guys, hurry up. Wrap it up, wrap it up, wrap it up. Give them a couple of minutes, that's fine. But if it's taking too long, right, you know, because I've seen that happen on on games or, you know, actual plays on on YouTube and stuff where if the play's taking too long, right, you got 30 seconds, (laughs) otherwise I'm moving on and you you miss your go. Yeah, it's it's like as well, like, you're rolling a souped-up fireball. How many freaking D6s are you rolling? Like 12 or something? Yeah, precisely. Yeah, I mean, exactly, because that, that's fair. That's fair. You've, you've got to maths that up as well. So you're like, oh, okay, okay. Oh, oh, shit, I, did, I don't know my times tables past a certain amount because in the moment you forget. Sometimes I forget yeah. two times seven, you know. Everybody should know two times seven, but, you know, yeah. sometimes I just look at it and go, Wait, and then, oh right, yeah, yeah, fourteen, great. There we go. Plus the five plus oh, uh, uh, yeah. seven <laughs> times seven is seven times one is two. No, 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 no that's not like you were back in school. One times seven is seven. Four, eight, twelve, sixteen, twenty-four. <laughs> what comes after twenty-four? Oh, uh, oh, thirty. Thirty-six. Oh, yeah. Thirty. Oh. Thirty-six. Yeah. Thirty. Then thirty-six. Uh, here's another one for you. I'm going to read it as it's written here. Listen to this. I once heard a story secondhand from someone whose DM made them roll for everything. Literally everything. One of them died of constipation because they kept failing their daily roll to poop. (laughs) It reminded me of nothing more than Oregon Trail. (laughs) There you go. That's not just a bad take. That's fucking ridiculous. They yeah. failed their daily roll to poop. So they died of con- they can't character died of an impacted bowel. I'm... <laughs> a constipation. They died like Elvis. <laughs> oh my god. I mean, how degrading is that, that to is die? It's so like your character embarrassing. Dies. It's like I'm yeah. going. I'm so constipated right now. I can't fight. Oh no, I'm dead. Uh, but how bad is I that could... for you? Have that's yeah, having to roll for everything though. <laughs> I mean, roll to eat. <laughs> roll, roll, roll to, to eat. Oh, I, eat. I failed. I look. threw it into my lap. Yeah. Uh, no, well, you die of starvation because you haven't eaten in three, four days because <laughs> you failed your eating roll. <laughs> I'm just gonna say that I think that is uh, maybe a tad excessive. Yes, I mean, I get for real. I understand like gritty realism, but that's a slightly too far. I <laughs> I don't think there's ever been a time that I failed to eat on the basis of no, I just suck at it. Yeah, I failed I to eat because I couldn't get food. <laughs> yeah. I, I stabbed myself in the eye instead. I I failed to eat because I couldn't get food. I failed to eat because I couldn't afford food. I failed well, to eat because yeah. I'm. In, I failed to eat because yes, I am actually an idiot and got engrossed in a painting and spent all day doing that. Got to like nine o'clock at night and thought, "Oh shit, I'm hungry." But I, I ate it. <laughs> oh, I think I'm going to faint. Right, so I'm going to go and get some cocoa pops and make myself so, feel better. <laughs> wait a minute, let me just write. You've got dice, you haven't you? Yeah, yeah, I've got dice. Just, just roll a d twenty for me. Roll I just want to see. <laughs> go um, on. Can I eat today? Roll it. It's an eight. I'm not okay. eating today. 
<laughs> so let me paint the picture for you. The spoon, you can your hand eye coordination is terrible. You cannot get the spoon to your mouth. <laughs> If damn it, I'm, actually, one. I'm just shoving my face in that damn bowl, okay? <laughs> roll that, roll for face to table then. <laughs> All right, hang on. Let's, let's roll for face to table. Oh, I got a natural 20 for that, so yay. Okay. You, you successfully <laughs> eat your meal like a pig from a trough. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. So, so if no, you had like you know what a I mean, knife. Though? So if you you would take piercing damage if you're trying to eat and you like stab yourself, I suppose, or slashing damage from a fork from a knife. It's piercing damage. Yeah, from uh, your fork. What, oh I my goodness. So okay, some things. Yeah, I get it. It's a skill. Ch- technically, eating is a skill check, but at the same time, you rolled and failed to eat four days in a row. I think you kind of got to a point there where the DM should really be going. I think I might have screwed up here. Because well, now you become a burden to your party, and your party has to carry you everywhere because you're too weak to move. If you are <laughs> incapable of eating by yourself without having to think about it, you probably shouldn't be an adventurer. Just but, saying. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, that. I mean, I, I, I've have you heard of this where you have commoner stats? Yes. And that's like a, a zero level thing? A level zero, level yeah. Zero. You, yeah. you basically start with your rolled stats but you, and your racial bonuses, but you don't get any of your class bonuses. Right. And that's okay. You know, it's not, it's not really that much different from starting at level one. You're just missing a few traits. <laughs> but what happens I, if you... Started at level one, as you started at the commoner level zero, let's say, and you can't roll to eat, you're dead before the convention's even begun. <laughs> yeah. This, this is why I think that maybe the, they went a bit overboard with like, with that. You roll to drink, you've poured it on your face. Yeah. No, I don't. You're just that, doing this, no. like tipping over yourself, hitting it's other like passers by. It's like the airplane yeah. movie. You just, I have a drinking yeah. problem over the shoulder. Um, <laughs> Precisely. You know, I've got to eat, but then I'm hitting passers by with my stew or something because I can't get it to my face. That makes just, no sense. It's, it's, ah, it's too much. It's too much. This was a this was a really bad take that I read sometime. Actually, I think I heard about it through Crit Crab or some uh, uh, YouTube show like that. Um, mm-hmm. Basically, it was... Rolling to seduce player characters. Right. So basically, the guy rolled a 22 to seduce a player character, but the player of that player character wasn't interested in engaging in that kind of role play experience. And they said, (laughs) no, thank you. The DM overruled her and said, no, he rolled a 22. He seduces you. It's like, no, this is a player character, not an NPC. Red flag, this, right that's there. Not, Red flag. That's not how it <laughs> Red happened. flag on the play. And no, thank you. That was not only a bad take. That was a red flag. That was a, a run screaming. That was a bad, that was a, a bad player warning. That was like... 
holy crap, that that's a whole host of red flags and buttons and buzzers, a red alert, shields up, but phases on falls or whatever moment. It was like, well, no, 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 Set no, no. phases no. to kill. <laughs> oh, no. And it was like, that's not a bad take. That is a fucking horrendous take. If it's a player character, they have a choice in whether or not their character is seduced. It's basically get up and leave the table. Thank you very much. Goodbye. Yeah. And never return. It and never return. It was a fucking awful take. And it was like, oh, but, you know, he rolled to seduce. He rolled a 22. It's like, yeah, well, maybe my DC for sex is 35. Fuck off. It doesn't matter yeah. if he rolls a natural fucking 20. He's not seducing my character. That's not I think I what just she gone, wants. What did you it's roll? Like, 22? Oh, I rolled a 28. Beat that. But you beat didn't. That. Yeah, I just did. I just did roll yeah. it. But you didn't roll anything I precisely. It. I don't need to. I don't need to. It's, a t- it's 28 DC. My DC, Good luck. Tw- My DC is 74 million. Yeah. Never. Um, yeah. <laughs> it was just one of those things. It was like, oh, no, if you want to seduce each other, you have to roll for it. It's like, that's not how this works. It's, it's role play. That's how it works with an NPC, perhaps, in silly situations. If you're you know, okay I'm for trying, that to happen. I'm trying to flirt acceptable. with the barman. I'm trying to flirt with the barmaid to get free yeah. drinks kind of thing. But not with something that could potentially be a meaningful thing. We had yeah. we we had the whole we had the talk in my game, in my Sunday game. We had the talk. Capital T's, you know, mm-hmm. about player character romance, you know. I'm sure there's an episode about that somewhere, you know. Well that yeah, I'm sure there is. Maybe a layer. Yeah, we'll put it out. Yeah, we'll put it. I know it's been mentioned before. Like, I don't know if it's been the the scene, but it's. I don't know. See, I don't know what our own podcast has been doing. (laughs) It's all down to. (laughs) It's basically all down to um, consent, really, isn't it? Yeah, that's one of the like really, really big things that I, I do. And it's like, just, ah, just, just for God's sake, um, talk about it. Yeah. Oh no, we talked about player character conflict. I remember when it came up. Now it came up in the Hawthorne versus Kiva episode twenty. By the way, folks, Hawthorne ah, versus Kiva yep. player character conflict because we mentioned that some people were shipping them. <laughs> oh, I see. Yes, yes, I remember that now. Yes. Yeah, that was um Yeah. That was funny. Um Yeah. But But you can't we'll, just we'll be probably... like I've rolled a twenty two. No. Yeah, sorry, yeah, we'll we'll talk more on that subject because that's a bit of a deep dive, that one I think. That's that is a deep dive. I'm I'm not gonna lie. That's that's a whole episode, episode all on itself. Own. So yeah. Yeah. Um but like you can't as a DM, you cannot force your players to role play a situation that they are not comfortable with. And you know what? That that doesn't just mean like romance or sex or things like that. That means anything. If they're not comfortable role play role playing the torture scene, you don't do the torture scene. It's just it's, you don't do it. You can't, as a DM, force your players to do something that they're not comfortable with. That's yeah. It's the that's, it's the fate no. of black. It's lines of veils. It's all that stuff. Yeah, and yeah. That whole he rolled a twenty-two, so he succeeds no matter what you, as the player, 
say. That's a bad take. That's, Don't yeah, ever, that's... ever do that. That's awful. That's you just don't play that at all. I'm like, I'm not returning to this table. <laughs> Goodbye. Yeah, so have we out. got any more final takes before we wrap this episode up? Oh, my favourite. My favourite bad take. Girls can't play games, they don't understand them. What? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know, right? This was a this was a bad take that I heard an awful lot when I was younger. Not so much now because the uh the vocal crowd have uh, been suitably beaten into submission i'm joking they haven't actually been beaten they've just been educated which may as well have been a beating for them it was quite harsh but um when i was in the early days uh, to be fair maybe still up to about five years ago i heard from a lot of men gatekeeping men i'm going to point out those that gatekeeping Girls shouldn't be in TTRPGs. They don't understand them. They and I was like, "What is there to like understand? understand? It's it's fun. It's role play. It's like being on stage. No, it's not. It's a serious business. No, it's fun. It's a serious business. Okay, it's a serious, right. serious business. It's this you know playing in a role playing game is a serious business, don't you know? But take it's, it seriously. There's no fun. It's man it. business. How dare you? Man business. Yeah, it was literally I'm, that take. Yeah. That was that is probably one of the worst takes I've ever heard. <sighs> Girls don't understand X, Y, Z. Exasperated. Um, sigh. Yes, we do. <laughs> we are more than capable of understanding X, Y, Z. In fact, some of the and this is going. This is funny. Some of the best Warhammer 40k players I've ever met have been women they're damn right yeah there's a few i follow on social have, media they're really good they have been master strategists the the things they come up with is like, what the fuck you can mm. do that holy shit more octaves higher because i can't go that high because i've had a cold uh, <laughs> but, but, but yeah you're right but i don't understand the logic to like no no not ttrpgs no no that's that's it's, That's too serious for you lot. Oh, that was possibly <laughs> my favourite. I left that till last because that's possibly my favourite bad take outside of you can't can't heal yourself. You yeah. know, <laughs> That's, firstly, not healing yourself is dumb. You can admit first aid at any point. It's like saying you can't put a band aid on it. Don't be stupid. Yes, I can. Yeah. You need a registered first aider for this. You know, unless, it's, unless it's on that awkward spot on my back where I can't quite reach, then I need yeah. help. Okay, I admit that I'm not That's that. Fine. I'm not that bendy. De- yeah, Even no one's with that a mirror, dexterous. Just like, oh. <laughs> but like, I don't understand why anybody would have this idea that women are incapable of playing TTRPGs or war games or tactical shooters or anything like that. Because actually, we are. We. We have we have fingers, we have thumbs, we, we can buy dice. In fact we can we can throw dice. Look, I, I can show you. I threw it. Yes. But according <gasps> to these gatekeeping people, do you have the imagination to immerse yourself in a fantasy would world? Like to, would you like to immerse yourself in my imagination at some point? Yeah. I think you would are cry. You, are you <laughs> able to my imagination? Are you I'm able to show to? you that's the question. I'm going to that's show the you the horrors of Ailey's brain. It's yeah, 
that I might I save that the, for my own podcast. <laughs> I think <laughs> that is. Me. I think that's the question they're trying to ask. Is is the well, yeah, but you can roll dice, but can you believe that this is a, an actual real world? It's like, yeah. <laughs> I yeah. can quite easily comprehend this, you fool. I can comprehend a world of hobbits and elves and dwarves yeah. and dragons. Um, yeah. yeah, but do yeah. you get it, though? But do you get do it, I, though? Would you like me to talk about the spinal column of the black dragon and how it differs from the spinal column of the red dragon? That's exactly what I mean. It's like... It's, it's yeah. just funny. It's, it doesn't it's make just any funny. sense. But then it was a whole big thing for quite a long time, wasn't it? That mm. now I'm only bringing this up because I vaguely remember seeing something on on uh, on the the bird app about it, and it was how you mean X X now? No, you know. no, no. You, use it, its proper name. <laughs> it. Let's not talk about that because now, I just. <laughs> It, it actually broke my app for when they when they did the updates. Actually broke my thing oh, for like no. a whole day. It wouldn't load anything. Um, but um, I, I saw a while ago about something that Gary Gygax said, which was that women, on a fundamental level, just don't work in the same way as men, and they don't under, they don't understand games, and they're not likely to want to play these types of games. And not the Gary Gygax, good lord! It it was a, I I don't remember exact exactly what it said, but that was the gist of it. And it was like I'm kind of like I don't know whether to be insulted or not because clearly I can fathom this. But does that then mean that Gary Gygax is saying I'm not a woman because I can fathom it? Or have I just transcended gender? Quite possibly. Which in itself, you know, I... I'll tell you what I don't get. I tell Existential you what I can't crisis. Do. Yeah, I'll tell you what I can't do. I can't fucking cook. So don't ever <laughs> ask me to make you a sandwich because you will likely get a fist sandwich in your face. But you can immerse yourself I, in a high fantasy I, I setting with no problem whatsoever. Absolutely. I can I can tell you exactly how to fill it that like um, more bounder, you. you know. Just, <laughs> I, I'm pretty certain I'm, I'm broken but uh, <laughs> oh well but no it was just that that kind of bad take that really misogynistic wow. take is just like it was still prevalent even five years ago and it was like I still see it now every now and then most of the time I've got it all muted so I don't have to see it because it's kind of like this this stuff is just so like, outrageous this stuff is so 1994. How could? You... Wow. Well, I, I mean, to, as as we wrap up this episode, some of the best role players, gamers, what have you, have been women. We you are know? capable of it. <laughs> that's that's what I mean. You know, there's, can do there's, the there's some out there. There's they're, they're absolutely you know some of the best. And if you go out there. Um, there's plenty of there's a, quite a few actual plays out there where it's all women table and they are yeah. amazing games. Uh, right, I think that's a good opportunity to end this episode. Um, <laughs> yeah, thank you for joining us. Come check us out on Thursday. We usually are homebrew havoc. Um, check us out on our social medias wherever you may find us. It could be 
the blue sky. It could be the mastodon. It could be the threads now. The threads is out oh, there. Oh, God. Um, oh, my God. It could be any Damn. of those. It could be any of those. Or even the, the X app. I've now become, I've taken to calling it, I've, I've taken to it now. Um, yeah, come find us there. I, I'm just going to shake say my hello. head at you. <laughs> yeah, say hello. The bird app is no longer, Twitter be gone. It's all X from oh, now on. X going to give it to poor you. Old, um, poor old Twitter. Yeah. We shall, not, we shall no longer speak its name. Um, yeah, so come check us out. Um, have a good week, whatever you're doing. If you're gaming out there, enjoy those games. Be inclusive in those games. And, you know, have some fun with it, for God's sake. It's the only thing we yeah. got. <laughs> so enjoy it, and we'll see you next time. Catch you later.